And so here we are. I know it's been a while. It's just, (laughs) it's just getting rough. And I am, honestly, I think that I am doing my best some days. It's just, you know, if you here, shout out to you. I love it. Subscribe if you are not subscribed. Please subscribe to the to the thing and follow and share with your friends. But if you're if you're one of the people who has been following me, you know that my mom and I have been going through a whole ordeal. And if you are not, please go back and listen to some of the older episodes where I tell you all of the things that happened to my mom, but we could just go into a really quick thing. COVID happened. My mom got sick. They shut down the hospitals. I didn't see my mom for a year. My mom now has to live in a nursing home because she has lost her cognitive abilities and I was not able to see her. So I couldn't bring her home because I didn't know what I was working with. And now my mom's in a nursing home. Well, the past couple of weeks, they opened up the facility to visit and I have been trying to um I have been trying to coordinate visits with me visits with my brother visits with her sibling um visits with her friends my mom was not like super popular or anything, but the friends that she had were super loyal. They were tight. These these have been long standing friendships, and all of her people have been, you know, contacting me all the time. Oh, I miss I miss your mom. Oh, I miss my friend. I want to see. I want to do whatever. I have been trying to coordinate video calls and in person visits with these people, and it has taken taken a toll. It's just been a lot. On top of, and I know some of y'all, you know, it seemed like I'm talking about it all the time, but it is my new thing. You know, on top of, I had weight loss surgery and trying to adjust and get used to my body and all of those things and, you know, maintaining and trying to maintaining a, a routine, a new routine and all of these things. And I'm still looking for a job, just so y'all know. It's been a lot going on here. Um... And I have been trying to get it together. Um, you all, you know, I don't know if you know, but like, you know, I have a gang of kids and they're not children anymore. They are young adults. They do not depend on me for financial um, reasons. I don't know. I can't think of the word right now, but it still has been a pandemic and so you know they all are you know going through some things not huge things but when there's five young adults who are asking for your advice and you're trying to you know help them navigate through this world during a pandemic um, I have children that are still in school not high school but you know in um, secondary schooling and trying to navigate that and working and all of those types of things it's been it has taken a toll on me now I the, the you know it's just and now COVID the um super spreader what is it the I don't even know what it's called the ele- the next elevation of this this um the, this pandemic, this sickness, this disease, this virus has come through and they've shut the they've shut the nursing homes down, back down. Uh 
at least they shut down my mom's. My father is also in a nursing home. It is not the same nursing home. And so, you know, it's a lot going on. And I feel that I have been suffering from some form of PTSD because of the the first shutdown. And it just kind of made me feel away. Um, and so I just, I didn't, I, I can't lie to y'all. I didn't have it. I got it today, but I didn't have it. And I, sometimes you don't know you had here, you know, sometimes you don't know you, you don't have it until you're in the midst of it. And there's like a moment where you're just going like, Oh, I I am not together. (laughs) I am not together. And so um, I didn't realize I didn't have it. I I still I still have to say that I there's it's not like there's like crying bouts. I used to be so depressed. Literally, I was crying like every day. Um, and it's not that, but I just felt like I feel like I had been feeling some kind of ways, and I needed to take some quietness. I needed to find some quietness, and that you know, brought me to missing an episode uh, here, but we, we got some time today. There had been some things going on that we need to talk about. So I just figure, hey, let's go ahead on and get to it. So first thing let's get into is there is a rapper called The Baby. He's one of the new up and coming, I guess he here, uh, rappers. He's one of the younger generations that I really don't listen to. I don't know any of his music. I've heard about him for a little while now. And mostly it's just because of, of other things that, that have nothing to do with music. I don't know his music, except that I believe that I know a song when I hear it as a um, snippet on TikTok. You know, on TikTok, they use music as background or, or sometimes people use it, you know, for dance challenges. So I believe that there is a song that I may know because of that, um, one that includes Meg Thee Stallion. But I don't, I'm not familiar with any full songs, any lyrics, none of that stuff. I can't tell you. I recently just learned what he actually looked like. And that was mostly because of this most recent situation that he has found himself in. So there is a festival called Rolling Loud that comes out every year. I don't know how many years it's been. It's probably, this is, I don't, I don't even know. It doesn't, it don't even matter. There's a festival called Rolling Loud. They did have it in person this year. Lots of kids showing up to the Rolling Loud festival to see all their favorite artists and things like that. And the baby was one of those artists, featured artists. While the baby was there, he made some very homophobic statements. I don't have the clip. You can go on to, you know, do your Googles to hear what he said. But basically what he was saying was, you know, things like, if you weren't giving fellatio out in the dudes that aren't giving fellatio out in the parking lot, put your phones up. Um, women who body parts smell like water put your body put your body up um if you um if you see said something about people not having aids and dying in two two to three weeks it it just was ridiculous just to be honest with you uh there have been different podcasts who have actually played the clip I'm not even giving him the clip um you could go listen to it 
what my issue here is, is that um, there are lots of people who think like him still to this day. And and what we what we always had have to understand is that just because we are starting to evolve doesn't mean everybody evolved at the same rate as us and there is a culture especially the black male hip-hop culture who has not evolved they have been stuck in a time warp of 1994 for a long time and so when this happened, when these statements were made, because again, people were recording it, of course, you know, people record when they go to festivals and concerts and whatnot, but this was also live streamed on the internet. So the, many people heard it, many people saw it. So he was getting called out about like, how dare you say these things about gay people and, you know, people with AIDS and all of those types of things. And so then the baby gets on the internet to explain, finger quotes, explain himself. While he's explaining himself, he's basically saying, y'all wasn't there, y'all don't understand what I was doing, you don't, you know, I was just trying to talk to people, I don't have a problem with gay people, the gay people that I know, they clean, they don't be doing stuff in parking lots, they go to five-star hotels to do what they do, they classy people, and people were just like, what the hell are you saying? Are you saying that people who get AIDS aren't classy people, or are you saying that people who you know, choose to have sex in the parking lot at a festival aren't nasty. He was using things like nasty, they not dirty, they're classy. It just was like, sir, what are you doing? And if you see that clip, if you see that video, you will know that although he posted it on social media, it wasn't live. He recorded it and then he uploaded it, which meant he had enough time to look at it, listen to it, and revise it if he wanted to, but he didn't. He went on ahead and threw it on up there. So people were still coming for him like, you're still sounding homophobic and you are coming for people. What does that mean? Not it 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 is not it's not okay to say the things that you are saying about people okay so then he tried to do an apology where he was like my bad i could see how if some people who are in the lgbtqia community might feel a way about some of the things i said but people who but other people you don't have a right to be upset with me and if you want to be upset about something be upset about black people dying by the police and do something about that was just like sir you're trying to sound now woke and aware, and you are not either of those things. It 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 became it just like it's snowballing and snowballing and getting worse. It is not even getting better. It's getting worse because sometimes you got to learn how to shut up. Just say I'm sorry. I really don't know what I'm talking about in this area. Let me just go learn some things, and maybe I'll come back and speak later. But you're not getting an awareness class in one day. You are not going to learn anything today if every everything that you need to, to, to speak out about something. When just yesterday, you was on here like, I, I said what I said. I'm talking about those unclass those classless people who are dirty in parking lot. Like, you, like, just shut up. Stop talking, right? 
And so while this was happening, people in the hip hop community felt like they needed to try to come to his defense. And (laughs) the people who wanted to come out about this are other people who should always keep their mouth shut, starting with T.I., the rapper T.I. Now, T.I., you already in the hot seat for your own scandal right now. We still looking to see what's coming of that. Is anything going to come of that? Whatever. You didn't even speak out about, for real, you didn't even speak out about your own incident. Don't start talking about other people's stuff. You can't defend this. This is undefendable. And his defense was, well, Lil Nas X get to live out his truth. Why can't the baby live out his truth? The things, the problem with that are the things that the baby said are not his truth. Those are his opinions about others and they're living out their truths. If what I want to do as a person is to have fellatio in a parking lot, if I'm a man or a woman or if I'm a non-binary person, if what I want to do is have fellatio in a parking lot, why you got to call it out? in a daggone concert and then tell people who are not doing it that they should put their they phones up. What is that? How is that your truth? If, if, if you were living your truth, you would be honestly just saying, I don't like gay people. That would be living in your truth. But to say that if you're not these things, then you don't deserve to put your phone up at me while I'm rapping that's not living in your truth, T.I., and sometimes, you know, that's why sometimes you just gotta shut up, like, keep your mouth closed, why are we still talking here, no, but T.I. don't want to do that, T.I. want to keep on talking, he want to keep on trying to feel like and seem like he's relevant, the other problem that people are having with T.I. is, T.I., why did you have to bring Lil Nas X into this, Lil Nas X didn't have nothing to do with Rolling Loud or the baby or you or anything, this is now you just speaking about how you don't like that little Nas X is out here. Now, little Nas X tweeted, it seemed really crazy that everybody keep on worrying about me and I ain't even doing nothing. Like, I'm not doing anything to you. Why are you worried about me? And it's just like, that seems sus. Why you keep on worrying about me? Because that's an issue. T.I.'s talking had no relevance here. Nobody was coming for him. Nobody called T.I. gay. Nobody said T.I. was doing anything. I don't think T.I. has even been to the, um, to the, I don't think T.I. and the baby have done any work together that I know of. And again, I don't know because I ain't worried about the baby in that way. But when you coming on here and people want to try to say, oh, freedom of speech or, oh, living in his truth, both of those things are not fact. Freedom of speech means that you don't go to jail for saying some of the things that you say. You will not be prosecuted for saying some of the things that you say. That has nothing to do with public opinion. And if public opinion is telling you that this is that you're not being respectful, number one, that you are degrading people, especially when you are trying to act like you're not. That does not take away your freedom of speech. Nobody said you can't say it. We are saying that you probably shouldn't say it. And also, freedom of speech does not protect you from backlash. You can say a lot of things that you want to say. There are some things that you cannot say over the airwaves, over the internet. 
you will be prosecuted for those things. But lots of things you can say. You can say things like, you know, if you're not giving fellatio on cars, put your phone up. You can say them. Legally, you can say them. That doesn't mean that there's not going to be a community of people being like, what the hell? And that's what happened here. He, this is, you, you can do lots of things, but when you do what you are doing, especially when you are doing and saying things that, that are attacking or bringing harm to somebody that is not you, you do not get to tell the people who can hear you or see you or, or felt, feel the, the uh, effects of what you have said or done, that they ha- cannot have a reaction. And that's what people miss. You can talk about me all day because that is your right as a person, as a human in this country. But if you talk about me, that does not mean that I will not feel a way about it. It does not mean that I may not react to what you say in whatever way I choose to do that and I think that T.I. needed to keep his mouth shut because living your truth is about you being honest about you not you talking about me if you don't like homosexuals then don't have homosexual friends don't go around homosexuals And probably don't be in a business where, you know, homosexuals play a huge role. But, and that's your choice. That's what you want to do. It's the same as if you are a black person and you do not want to have any white friends. That's your choice. If you are a white person and you do not want to have black friends, that is your choice. But when you start to talk about me being me over here. That's when you have crossed the line in living your truth into worrying about what my truth is. I, you you should you don't need to be concerned about my truth over here. And so if Lil Nas X want to make a video where he you know is dancing on on boys and and men not boys but men and then he wants to you know kiss women a uh, men on stage at one of his performances that is his choice and the choice of the people who decide to kiss him and let him dance on them that don't have nothing to do with ti ti if you don't want to kiss men then don't kiss men but talking about me kissing men is not living your truth that's you worried about me living my truth and that's why ti needed to shut up now we could keep on going on about it but let me just keep on going on top of T.I. coming out and saying something, we already should have known that Lil Boosie was going to say something. Lil Boosie always chime in on some gay stuff. That seems very questionable. Because nobody asked you, Boosie. Nobody was playing a Boosie song. Lil Nas S ain't said nothing about Boosie. Gay people don't care about Boosie. Only time anybody worry about him is when he come and attack that community. And yet, and still, and again, Boosie is out here talking about gay stuff all the time. And it's like, why are you so obsessed with it if it is something you don't like? Because let me tell you something. I don't like avocados. 
when I go to the store, I don't pick up avocados and walk around and be like, these are so nasty. I just don't get why anybody want to have avocados. I don't point to the avocados at other people at the store and be like, you buy those? I can't believe you would buy those. Why would you buy avocados? What I do is I don't concern myself with the avocados, okay? There is one of my exes that I don't like. I don't never call nobody and tell them, you talk to so-and-so. I can't believe people be talking to so-and-so. I don't follow that person. I don't follow them on social media and then get in the comments and ask people why they be talking to this person. I don't associate myself with them. I only associate myself with things that, you know, we do a little bit of self-sabotage. But, I, you know, mostly I just try to associate myself with the things that, I like, I don't point out, I don't spend my days trying to point out the things that I don't like, you know, just so that I can be seen or heard. That doesn't, why, what is that about? Like, why would you go around just calling out things that you don't support? I don't support, you know, many things. I, I don't even know because I don't got time to say it. If I don't do it, and I don't like it, then it's not a thing. Like, okay, I'll give you another example. There are other religions that 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 are not mine. I don't go on. It's not that I don't support them, but they're not my religion. I don't practice in that way. So, but I don't go on every time that they about to have a holiday or a holy day and start bashing them. Now, this this one for me sometimes you know the the people just be making me sick y'all make me sick not y'all but like the people they make me sick <laughs> because the olympics have happened we have had this conversation before but let's go ahead on and talk about it cuz we we doing it some more Simone Biles who is the gymnastics prodigy went and decided that she was going to back out of the Olympics this year. She said basically that, you know, for her mental health, she didn't want to do it this this year, and so she's not going to. She was telling her teammates, like, I'll support you, and whatever you need, let me know. I don't care if it's just a cup of water. I'm on it. I got you. I support y'all. Mentally, for me, this is too much. Uh, if you don't know any of the things going on, Simone Biles has been an Olympic, I guess, prodigy again is the best way to put it. So much so that there is some kind of um, routine that she does, some kind of flips or something that she does that is so good, it is not possible for most people to even try it. The, the judges for all of like the nationals and all of those things have decided to unfairly uh, score her because they didn't want her to keep doing that routine because they didn't want other people to try it and then hurt themselves because that's how good she is. She just does things so well all the time. And I've seen her amazing there have been clips of Simone Biles for years you know in her floor routines and the bar and all of those things the bolt circulating the internet for a couple of years now okay this young black woman has been under a lot of pressure to 
you know, fight back because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to score her the same to represent for the black women. To it's like, <clears throat> why she got to bring home the gold for you? Okay, because what we forget is that this is their job. I we I talked to you all about this when I was talking about Naomi Osaka and her being that was the young tennis player who said she wasn't going to play in the French Open or the U.S. Open or somebody's Open uh, because of her mental health. And now Simone is doing the same. And I just don't understand why we are forgetting that this is a job for them. I talked to you guys again about this when Shikari, mama died at the same time that she was supposed to be, you know, doing the trials for the Olympics and her being like, I really didn't care about no dad going trials for no Olympics and making the Olympic team. My mental health was low. I was not okay because I just found out that my mama died. And so I did what I needed to do to comfort me. And now this young black woman is saying it's too much pressure that I don't want to be under. It is not just getting on the floor and doing my routine. It is all of these interviews with all of these people who keep on speaking to me negatively about the stuff. Oh, did oh, you about to go out on the floor? Remember when they didn't give you good scores last time because they didn't want it? All of that is in my head. Now, when, when, what I heard from somebody else speaking that is very relevant is if she does not, if, if she is messed up in the head thinking about all of these negative things that are coming to her and she messes up on her routine, she can injure herself permanently, permanently. Uh, there was, I don't remember her name, a young um, white gymnast some years back. Let me look it up right quick. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and look it up so you know the name. Who, you know, we still talk about the fact, how, you know, how she got up there and she did her routine injured and, you know, she, she fell down. And I think that was the one where she hopped, 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 and then she dropped to the ground. And we was all like, oh my goodness. I just, you know, I love it so much. She really just did, you know, um, she gave her all, she put her all on the map. Let me see what the girl name is. The woman's name is, it is right here. Carrie Shrug. Carrie Shrug, if you don't remember what that was some years ago though that she was in the olympics and um she did her routine but she was hurting let me see what year that was 1996 it was the 1996 olympics and um she did the routine and i think she had a broken bone somewhere somewhere on there she had a broken bone and um she didn't want to do the routine but she was you know basically pushed by the coach to go ahead on and do it it was a bolt routine so this girl had to run she had to somersault and then she had to land on this broken ankle and and if you watch the routine it's her hopping she can't stand she fell down on the mat crying and crawling when I watch it today it makes me want to cry because and then having her coach who was molesting her pick her up and carry her to the side so that the Olympic team could win a daggone gold. It's too much. The pressure's too much. She, Simone don't owe it to none of us. 
We've seen her be great. We already know she's black excellence. We already know she could do all of these things. She don't need the gold medal to prove it to us. And we want her to be out there so that we, that she, we could be entertained. Next year, what? next year, what is this? This is July. And when it's time for you to sit down to your um, uh, Thanksgiving Day dinner, y'all ain't gonna remember how many gold medals uh, the United States won. You won't remember how many gold medals Simone Bow won. You won't remember how many gold medals Shakari won. And you're telling me that these women need to push past whatever mental situations that they got going on to, to let us watch them run, jump, slip so that we can forget how many medals they, they won, how many medals America won in another four months. Come on now. That's ridiculous at this time. We've seen enough people quote-unquote, lose it on television, on interviews, in many places. We have had enough people say, why Why do I have to be superwoman all the time? Why can't I really be honest and say I'm not okay? But now these women are telling you it's getting to be too much and I don't want to lose my mind to the game. I don't want to lose my mind to the sport. I want to still be mentally capable of handling other things. And I'm not going to put up no superwoman front for y'all. Y'all got to come at me differently when you address me. You have to come at me differently when you talk about me and you're not talking to me. I need to be able to do this without all this criticism. We got basketball players who getting, you know, food and drinks thrown at them, people spitting on them. This is all unhealthy mentally. And I, I said this in one of my posts, but there are some of you who give too damn much to your job now. That you, that's why your expectation is that they should give more than what they are willing to give. Not that they've given as much as they have already given. They still need to give more so that we can look at them. Y'all giving too much to y'all jobs right now, and it's some of y'all that really need to take a day or two off for your mental health and stop going and pushing. And I'm one of the people who can feel like I can say that because I almost died at my job. Try to make sure that some other people was okay. I knew that I wasn't okay. And I still went to work because I was trained on the push through. Keep push through. You okay? You got it. You be okay. You handle it later on. And then I almost died. Paramedics picking me up from my job. So I'm telling you, I know there are some of you, I know people personally who have been not being able to handle it. Get home, call me. They crying. Because mentally they are not okay. And I'm like, why didn't you stay home? And they're like, well, I mean, I had to go to work. You didn't have to. They're not going to fire you on the one day. This woman has the right to say, I don't have the capacity to give what you all are expecting of me without taking from myself what I need and expect from myself. More people need to learn that. More people need to learn that. You got to. Why do we have to see it? I know this isn't a black woman, but let me give you the example of poor Britney Spears, who we saw a good 10-something years ago 
losing it on the it wasn't the internet I don't think back I don't not that we didn't have the internet 10 years ago but like it was more of like you know the tabloids and stuff remember when they had the video of her shaving her head herself in front of a mirror and everybody was like this girl going crazy why do we gotta wait till they go crazy to then be like she should have took a break the girl this woman is telling you I need a break I'm done I can't even though y'all want me to I can't there ain't no more I don't got no more to give sorry I don't know to tell y'all but I can't and people are still just like nah I can't believe it she's a quitter she's a I I am not a sports person, but I heard a person saying when Michael Jordan stopped playing basketball, it was he was at the height of his career. It wasn't when he was low. That not maybe not the height, but he was still doing great at the sport. People wasn't being like, he need to hang it up. He there was a point where he even said, I don't, I, I'm great at this. And y'all seen me be great at basketball. I'm ready to play baseball. I don't, I don't want to do this one no more. I've done all I could do here. And then after he did baseball and then went back to basketball and still proved that he was good at that, then I, my man sat it on down. I don't, I don't want to play no more. I don't have to. Why do I have to wait till I'm injured? Why do I got to wait till I can't think no more? Why do I have to think, wait till like I like I'm all consumed with my with everything that I can't handle anything else in life, and I just be sitting at my house, people waiting for a, a rare, rare appearance from me. This girl's in her twenties. And she has done a lot more than a lot of us have done, pushed a lot more than a lot of us have done. Let's say that she has pushed her body a lot more than a lot of us have done. And she is saying, I mentally, I don't got it. Nobody, they they train you to win. They don't train you to handle all of the press, all of the media, all of the, you know, people talking about them. If you talking about them, imagine you can't take it if four people at the uh, church say something about you. You ready to go off. You can't handle it if two people in the office say something about you. You ready to go off. Imagine if the nation was looking at what you was doing, criticizing everything you did, and then had people talking about you. And because if she go off, then everybody and, and you know in any way say or do anything that's not favorable to the nation for what we think she should do, we'd all be talking about her then too. The expectation is too high. For a person you don't know. And she said she wanted to go home and sit it on down. Then she should be able to go home and sit it on down. Or go on vacation. Or do TikToks with her friends. Or, you know, watch YouTube without having to go to practice. That's what she needs to do for her mental stability. Sorry. If that's what she needs to do for her mental stability, then that's what she needs to do. If she needs to go to therapy for the next two years to be able to come back if she wants to and do this again, then that's what she needs to do. She don't owe us a thing. She does not owe us the gold medal. Hell, we know that Carrie Shrug hurt her leg and had to be carried off because she was in so much pain and jumped on a broken on a broken foot. We don't know how many gold medals she won. She didn't owe us that jump. 
let these women understand what ain't healthy for them and go get healthy. Mental health is not just when you crazy. Crazy is a negative term anyway. But because that's how you a lot of people feel, I'm going to say it here. It's not when you go crazy. Mental health is making sure that you're mental you are mentally healthy. It, you you shouldn't be concerned about your heart once your heart is bad. You should want to make sure that your heart is good so that it doesn't get too bad. It is the same for your mental health. You are supposed to make sure that your emotions are in check, that your thought processes are in check. People always be like, I'm just so glad I'm in my woke up in my right mind. Are you mentally right today? Because a lot of y'all ready to go off right now. If you saying that one person say something to me and it's about to be a thing, then your mental health ain't together. And you don't need to tell this girl that she need to... I call her girl because she could be my child. You don't need to tell this, this this woman that she needs to push through hers and see what she feel like on the other side so that you could be entertained by her for a quick four minutes. Because what's the, what's the floor routine? Like four minutes? What's the boat? Like a minute and a half? Like, so that I, I, what? The long-term effects of what happens to me mentally, are they, they really worth it for you? To watch me flip on this boat? You seen me. Look up some videos. I'm sure there's many of me out here showing you what I could do. What I've done. And don't be like, oh, but what about today? Y'all still listen to your old, to the artist's old music. Y'all still listening to old music. It's still good. Well, so what she already did is good enough now for me. That she don't got to get up there. And y'all need to go ahead on and stop. Because it's abusive. That's all I have to say about that. Well, that's just a little bit of two cents that I have about some things. Again, hit me up on social media if you... Or hit me up in the emails if you have a comment about anything that I've said. Or, you know, follow me on the social media because you know I'm out there posting. And see me back next week. Keep your mask on. Keep your mask on. This pandemic is still here and it is revving up and getting worse. And so keep your mask on because we don't want to have to go back inside like we did last year. Just wash your hands, keep your mask on and keep a distance from people. Stay safe out there, y'all. I'll see you next week.